All right. Good morning, everybody, on this May 2nd. Okay, May 2nd. Wow. The fifth month of the year is upon us. We've already been through four, so we're one-third through the year. Hopefully, you're at one-third your goals, but you don't have to be to still achieve your goals because now we're in the busiest time of the year. Okay. Um, we are very fortunate today from the – she's coming live from us from the positive – Positive Energy Vortex of the Universe, otherwise known as Sedona. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nazreen, did you hit star six? I did. Oh, there you are. Good. Okay, Nazreen Holly, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. All right, Nazreen. Thanks for having me, Tell us a little me, about Rick. yourself. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. It's a, it's a treat having you. You're killing it up there. We know that. So let's get into that a little bit. Tell them a little about yourself and how long you've been doing this and all that good stuff. Sure, sure. Well, I'm... I got my license here at, in Arizona in 1999 in June, uh, but I joined Berkshire Hathaway about five years ago, and uh, I did that after uh, some pretty big life changes, and mm-hmm. um, it, re- it really just reset. You know, I regrouped and reset and uh, started a whole new real estate career, you know, in 2017, so um, I... There's that saying, right, that life begins at 40, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that, really, that, was, that was really, really true for me uh, because, you know, be- before that, um, you know, I was married to Patrick. We had our own brokerage. We, had, we were running this machine, and it was, it was very successful, but it was a completely different experience than the one I have now being out there just myself. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, after the divorce and I had two little kids, I took a break from real estate for a while and I started mm-hmm. doing these classes online uh, for marketing, for social media marketing. And of course, taking classes online wasn't going to pay my bills. So I was also baking wedding cakes and cupcakes and making chocolates and pastries for some local restaurants. So um, after I finished my classes and the kids were you know, back in school and in 2017, I reactivated my license and joined um, Berkshire Hathaway, but I was able to then take all I learned in my classes and all my baking and my real estate mm-hmm. and roll, roll it all together. <laughs> and, and that's the key. And I was just going to say that that's, you've rolled it all together. And just so everybody understands, Patrick, this is, this is not confusing for the, for the Sedona agents. Yeah. Patrick, okay, Holly, also is an, is an agent there, but he used to be the manager. And now we have Patrick. So it's gone from Patrick to Patrick. <laughs> yeah, it's not confusing anyway. at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody was calling Patrick Patrick already anyway, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, so, and when we, when, before we started, we talked a little bit about how you feel like you have, you know, like the, the two-part career, and I think you just explained that second part, which is once you got back into it, and let's everybody know, too, you're the number one agent in that office. And you finished, what was your number last year in all of Arizona? You were up there. In the top 100, I was number 10. You were number 10, right. So you were top 10. Top yeah. 10. I, I knew you were up there. I was going to say nine, but I wanted to make sure we got it right. So just so they understand what production level you're at. And with 1,100 agents in Arizona, that's incredible. So congratulations. Thank you. So tell us a little about, because, you know, like, I feel like I've tasted one of your cupcakes, but I haven't yet. I can't wait to, honestly, because I've seen them, and you have a lot of professionalism in there. You have fun doing it. You do, you do great stuff about your clients. So tell them a little about 
that second half and how you've got out of the gate since 2017 really hot? I think they'd like to hear that. Yeah, for sure. So um, when I came back in, I sent out some postcards uh, to people, just a handwritten card saying, you know, I'm back, I'm back in real estate and if you need anything or you have any questions. Um, and pretty much right away, somebody, all of my clients that I was baking for and things like that, and then the clients that I was helping teach the social media classes to, um, I, I let them all know, I'm back in real estate. And my the best story is my very first sale when I reactivated in 2017. It, it came pretty quickly. A couple came in to um, you know, purchase something at a store. They were staying at an Airbnb. They mentioned that they wanted to move here. And the retail clerk at the store was a client of mine from you know purchasing suites, and said, "Oh, uh, I know, I know this great agent," and gave him my name. And then they went for a drive to go have lunch in in Old Town. And while they were having lunch, they also mentioned to their server, um, who was very friendly with them, that they wanted to move there. And she gave them my name. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then after after lunch, they went down the street shopping some more and they stopped at one of our wine tasting rooms and they mentioned that it was such a great town and they wanted to move here and um that that person gave them my name so wow <laughs> they called they called me and said we had no choice but to call you <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. and all these, That's pe- awesome. these people either either knew me because i made sweets for their restaurants or or i had helped their business um you know, with social media marketing. So it just really expanded my sphere and it really showed me personally the importance of that relationship building with people. Uh, because most, I mean, the majority of my business is, is like that. It's just people referring me and other agents, even from other brokerages who have um, stepped down mm-hmm. from doing real estate and mm-hmm. retired have sent me all of their buyers or sellers or, you know, clients that still will reach out to them instead of turning them back over to somebody in their office because, you know, we've, we've built a relationship. Right. And it's such a great point that you, you know, so it sounds to me like the relationship building part is the most important, although the social media and the mailing, it's like casting a net. But once you are in contact with them, building that relationship is kind of real important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that the new agents who come on that I mentor say every time, every time without fail, this is so overwhelming, like all the things we need to learn. But then I, I just let them know, you don't have to learn everything at once, right? It's like right. That, like your top, your top three things, like pick three things, master those, then, you know, make another list of three things, master those, but definitely, um, Combining these three things, marketing, baking, and, <laughs> and, and just putting myself out there was the key for me. Those are my three that, that really well, and it sounds like it, And it sounds like you, um, you, know, you took two of your past you know, lives, so to speak, with um, you know, your baking. So you have clients mm-hmm. and customers and connections there that you went out of your way to notify. And a lot of people listening to the call or that will listen to the call, I mean, very few people start in real estate. You know what I mean? So they have yeah. other careers or that they can definitely call and contact. And then you had your social media, which you were doing for other people. 
And which, which leads me to my next question. Tell us a little about that. So I, I see you on everything, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I see you on TikTok, Twitter. Tell them a little bit about how you do yours so they can get an understanding of what's involved. Well, I, I used to teach a class, and I'm doing another class in the office um, on social media, which takes a while, but just kind of a watered-down version is, uh, mm-hmm. with social media is to be authentic, to be yourself, uh, and to just take, really, if you have 10 minutes maybe a day, that's all you have to devote to it, to just put something out there, to keep your pages active. Um, there are algorithms, obviously, Facebook uses. If you use a robot you know, to schedule all your posts for you or you have a social media manager in like, you know, Florida that's posting for you in Arizona, it's not going to get that kind of reach. You really have to do it. You're the best person to market yourself. Nobody else can mm-hmm. promote you promote you like you can promote yourself. Um, so that's number one. Take set aside the time, do it yourself, and then switch it up. Don't always be posting. I'm selling this. I'm selling this. I sold this. Um, I tell my my team, my group that I mentor, to just remember to stay on target and then we use that word stay and and to remember what our content is so s is something you sold or something you're selling t is a teaching tool like talking about you know interest rates or loan programs or home inspections or something you can teach to a buyer or seller a is just a, a fun thing that you appreciate it could be going out to a local business and saying i really love you know the way they roast their coffee in house that you know, such and such cafe. Um, and then why, of course, is you, something personal about you, a, a little story, a picture, what you're doing today, you know, just keep it moving and different so that the content is not always the same thing every day, every day. Right. Okay, cool. I love it. I love it. I love acronyms. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll remember that one for sure. I love, no, I do. I love acronyms and anything that rhymes too. I like that too. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so awesome. No, you stuff. do a I good really job of that. that. I, you do a good job of that. I saw you, saw you rocking out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. I, well, <laughs> yeah, that way, you know what? And honestly, uh, uh, the, uh, Bobby Dust, who I've had on the show too, she's the woman. She's awesome. She could ask me, oh, you know, she, I, so she asked me to play, and I said, you know, hey, I'm going to – because I've played for The Office before. I don't know if you remember. I did, the, uh, I did one song at the um, Arizona Awards, and I've done it in Nevada and California, but I, that wasn't really my type of music, Bruno Mars. So I said, you want me to do an hour set? I'm going to have to play classic. She goes, no, that's exactly what I'm asking you. It's the theme. Uh, I'm like, okay. So they had to – so it was fun. But, but, but more importantly, like you just said, Nazreen, it was a social media uh, – total event and I'll be sharing videos and stuff like that for weeks to come because people like to see who you are outside of your job right so like, like you you I see you involve your children right you do a little uh, of that too don't yeah. you yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're they're and, my and, they're, they're my biggest uh, biggest helpers for sure they help me with um, packaging up my you know pop buys for my clients and you know do it they're they're my biggest fans they keep me going that's great, too. And that's kind of like, you know, and a lot of women are thinking, because you have two children, right? A boy and a girl. Yes, yeah. And, and what are their ages? Um, my son is 14 and my daughter is 11. 
Okay, so you have one teenager and one, well, actually, she's a girl. She's already a teenager. <laughs> At 11, yeah. right? You know that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, and so how do you fit that in? I mean, it sounds like you involve them in your business. Yeah, I do. I, and, you know, part of the reason that I had taken that break earlier was they both had not been um, back to school with the full schedule yet. And it's really, I mean, in, in real estate, I know a lot of people try to do it part-time, and and that's great. You can do it. But if you want it to be your career, you really have to go all in. So once they were old enough to be in school all day, that gave me a big block of time, you know, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day that I could be all in. And and now that they're a little bit older um, and they don't need me for everything, you know, it's helpful. So right. if I have to go out after 4 or 4.30 or something, they're good, you know, to um, – to be able to take care of themselves. So. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. It, 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 I agree with you hundred percent, but you can be full time and full time doesn't mean obsessed and a workaholic 80 hours a week. It just means you're working 40, 50 hours a week or 35, right. And getting mm -hmm. it done and then yeah. involving your kids into something you can definitely do. I love it. All right. So brings me to my favorite question. You probably know it. It was on the little thing. I top three things. So, as a top producer like yourself, and the great thing about you, and you're in a very specialized market. It's different. It's a little different, too. So maybe the, some people that are in that type of market would love to hear these three top things that you would focus on to be successful, you know, in this, uh, especially with what's going on with everything with social media. What would be the three most important things you'd tell them? So the three most important things, I think, I, I mean, there's a list, I think, of 100 important things I always want to tell right. agents. But, but so I, I did spend some time last night narrowing this down. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would Thank say, you. Yeah, get, get organized. Uh, time management is so important. And whatever that means to you, I mean, it can be different. I know some of these time management things can even seem overwhelming because all these schedulers online and everything. But even if it's just making yourself post-it notes or lists, try to schedule out your day and, and just, just know like I'm, you know, eight to eight 30, I I'm doing this podcast with Rick. And then at nine, I'm talking to people that my, you know, sellers at this house about the multiple offers we received this weekend and, you know, just block off the time. And I try to leave myself, a little window between those so that I have some breathing room in case, you know, there's mm. traffic or, <laughs> or another phone call that's urgent that, you know, a fire needs to be put out. Some, they found motor oil in a septic tank on inspection recently. <laughs> you know, like when you, wow. when you got to put in the, the extra time to, to find a place that, you know, that can help you clean that out. Um, Wow. Yeah, so just orga organize your day and leave, and leave a little space between things so that you're not overwhelmed. Just try to, try to make it easier on yourself like that with the time management. Mm -hmm. that, that's probably that number one. one. And, and two is um, build relationships. And, and it's really a broad thing, but across the board. Build relationships with other agents inside your brokerage. Find a mentor. Build relationships with other agents outside of your brokerage. Uh, there are so many days that I'll just go grab a coffee. I'll have a you know, 30-minute chat with an agent in another brokerage, and we just talk about those type of things, like how do you handle that? How do you handle 
motor oil in a septic tank, or how do you handle <laughs> this, this thing right. sinking, you know? And, and we just kind of brainstorm with each other, and um, building those bridges um, with agents and other brokerages is is a lot more important, I think, than, than people realize. Um, and then building relationships with your clients, you know, doing the pop buys, doing the phone calls on the uh, birthdays, sending that happy home anniversary text messages, um, you know, just, just keep building bridges. Right. There's no, there's no, uh, yeah, there's no benefit in burning any, especially in this business, especially in a, you're, you're in a small town there too. I mean, I mean, it makes no sense ever golden rule wise, but yeah, especially, um, if you're going to be in this business for a while. No, I mean, it really is surprising to me and you probably see it in the really large agent groups that have tens of thousands of agents from all over the country. Some of them come on there and ask, or they don't accept friend requests or follow other agent real estate pages because they feel like mm -hmm. they're competition. But I think that's doing a disservice to your buyers and sellers because you might see it coming soon or it's something that's right. a perfect match for them. I mean, you, you really have to build, you really have to follow each other and support each other. It's best for everyone. I agree. Good. I love it. All right, cool. Okay, and, so that's number yeah. two. Go ahead. That's number two. Um, so number three is actively listen. And, and, I, and that's also to everybody. I mean, actively, everybody wants to be seen and heard, but I really think they just want to be heard the most, <laughs> more than anything, mm. um, to, to your clients, to the other agents, um, you know, really, really listen. And I say that this was a, I had a huge weekend this weekend. We, I had an open house two days at a brand new listing. And we were so busy. And I can't tell you, there, there are two different kinds of agents that come through the open house. And the agent with the notebook or the clipboard who's writing down their client's questions, and if they don't know the answer, they're getting it later. Um, I love those agents. I love, love, love them. And then the, there are other agents who walk their clients through, and the agent is talking the entire time that I don't know how their client could ask a question. So I, right. I, really, I, I really can't stress enough to the agents I'm mentoring be quiet and just listen and take notes you can listen to what they're saying even to each other what they like and what they don't like um, so that you can make you know better choices for them um, if you take them to a house and, and somebody brought a couple to the house clearly wasn't a match for them and and maybe that's the first house they looked at and maybe she learned from that um, you know what what else that she could show them but actively listen it that's super important I love it. Actively listen. You know, that's why I teach that repeat and approve thing, which, which really helped me, you know, the massive ADHD brain to listen to people because they have to repeat back a small portion of what they say. And when you get in that pattern, it definitely lets people know you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So getting organized, the first one. So time block schedule, what do you use for yours? Do you just use the, the Google map or the Google calendar or do you have something different? So I I use I use three things. Three is my is the number for sure. I um I have my notebook that I keep with me all the time because mm. out here we can't always get on the internet even from our phones. There are definitely areas where we don't right. have service in the vortex. <laughs> so um, yeah, the positive I vortex. My, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I keep my uh, notebook with me and I take notes. And then late, mm. you know sometimes 
I, those are notes that I use to go in and, and set up a, a search for a client, or I might go back into the Google Calendar and schedule a meeting. Um, I do use the Google Calendar, and I use uh, you know the CRM and, and that we have provided for us, um, you know, through the Virtual Agent Center, which is great because it helps with um, sending out the Happy Home Anniversary messages, the birthday messages, you know, the newsletters. Um, it helps keep me organized for sure. That and my and my assistant Melanie, I'm going to give her a big shout out because she she keeps me organized too. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Cool. Cool. And give them a tip for uh, how to build relationships better. Like what would be a good tip for them to focus on? So it can, I mean, it's just really the smallest things, but mm -hmm. find something that's personal to you. I mean, for me, it's the baking, but it's not even always that. Um, so we had a client who purchased a house from us, from one of my team members, and he roasts coffee in, in town. He's a mm. coffee roaster. So I went and I talked to him, and I got just some small, you know, little half-size bags of, of roasted coffee beans. And I had a little sticker made that said, I run on coffee in your referrals. And uh, wow. I, took him, I took him around to all the clients who had purchased from me that year. And I went up to their door personally, you know, knocked on it, gave them a, a bag of fresh roasted coffee, and, and talked to them each. For, you know, I, I mean, I allotted some time for each person, but I was really surprised how many people invited me in and wanted me to see all the changes they made in their house and, you know, wanted to, and were genuinely concerned, you know, how am I doing? How is my year going? Or they've been following me on social media because I, if they're online, once, you know, once we're closed or while we're going through escrow, I'll connect with them there. Um, it's a great way to stay in touch. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And just one more thing, too, since it's on your list. And I, I already wrote these down. Uh, actively mm -hmm. listen. I mean, I, I gave you my little way of doing it, but is there any little tip you could give them other than, you know, just listening to, to people? Well, <clears throat> my tip is, is writing it down. And one of the things I, ah. I've learned over time is when you, I mean, you might hear something and, and yeah. something's lost in translation like that, you know, in school when, when you whisper from one person to the next, and then by the time it gets to the last person in class, it's a totally different story, right? But right. if you write it down, um, you're not going to forget it, and it commits it to your memory. Even if you don't have to go back into your notebook and look at it, the actual mm. act of writing it down puts it somewhere so magical true. in your brain. <laughs> so, yeah, I keep, that's why I have a notebook I agree. all the time. Okay. That's why people go, why don't you just give us the um... – you know, unless I do a one-day success series, I give them all the answers. But if I do a, a five-day, you've got to fill out your own book because I agree with you. When it goes, you know, from the brain, down the arm, through the hand, onto the paper, you remember it much better. Yeah. You learn better. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And then I just have you – I have one question for you, and I'm thinking while I'm – because first off, I've, I've been to Sedona a few times. Tina and I have gone for a few weekends. I love it. I, when you drive into the town and you start seeing – you know, the beautiful landscape, you immediately, it's like soothing. So I agree with the positive energy vortex. It's like a comforting place to be around. And when people go there, especially as of late, I would imagine, um, that they're like, well, 
I can live anywhere, right? Because of mm-hmm. a lot of companies letting people do that. You, you guys probably have had a little influx of people because of that, right? It, I think we've had a big influx of people because of that. Uh, definitely, it's you know coming in when I moved here in '99, and I I came for two or three little weekend getaways, and then mm-hmm. um, I went I went back home to Vegas, which is where I'm from. And uh, and I told my I told my folks, you know, I think I'm moving. I'm moving to Sedona because it, when I left Sedona, it didn't feel like I was leaving a vacation. It felt like I was leaving home. It it really is very very welcoming uh, to people. So we do we do get a lot of people coming now. That um, we have always had a lot of part year residents, but you know, there, it's it's undeniable the draw of the of the feeling of Sedona. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's great. Even like your office, you walk out through that little courtyard there and you go to that restaurant. I can't think of the name. And just the views alone from that building are, cra- are crazy. Yeah, well, the two restaurants we have there both have amazing views at Havelina Cantina, which is always a favorite in our office. Yeah. Um, and the Hudson. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. What a great, great place to live. And, uh, and I know that uh, you, when you mentioned the traffic, you, you know, people think Sedona. Yeah, there's traffic. You pull in there, you got to wait to go around those <laughs> rotaries and right, but it's worth it. It's not that long, fortunately, but yeah, I'm trying but to think what of you, what of you, what of you while you wait? <laughs> I, you know, I, I was just going to say that what, a, a lot of times I'm doing this call from your, like when I used, when I went to, I haven't been to Sedona in two years because the pandemic, it's going to be on my schedule for some time this year, but you have the best view from your parking lot. Never mind from anywhere yep. else, just the parking lot. Yeah. Well, let us know for sure. Give me give me a couple days heads up, Rick, and I'll make some cupcakes for you. <laughs> okay, deal. My weakness is definitely sweets. Well, Nizreen, I just want to say thank you very much. Any final words you want to leave these people? Um, you know what? Have have fun. It's 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 got to be fun for you. You've got to really love love what you do. So, um, if you if you find yourself stressed out, take a break, regroup and come back in it, you know, with some love in your heart. Agree totally. And have a cupcake too. That always helps me. And have a cupcake <laughs> too. Yeah. I mean that I'll tell you that, that more doors open for me when I have a bakery box in my hand than any other time. So now some of the pictures you take, are you using a professional camera or do you actually just have the, like the best iPhone or Android? Um, I have, and I, I wish I could, I think it's a Samsung Galaxy or no Samsung okay. S, whatever it is S22 plus plus whatever the, whatever the the latest Samsung Android is but um I try to use something that my uh teammate Kylie showed me which is portrait mode and so it really zooms in on the the item and then it blurs the background and it it brings the focus Oh that's what it is so you got the um you got the portrait mode on there with the blur yeah cuz some of them look like it feels like it's like it's right in front of me. They're really good pictures. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, Nizreen, thank you very much for taking your time out today. I really appreciate it. Keep rocking. Anything I can do, as always, everybody else will do this in a week. Thanks, Nizreen. Really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Rick. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, you too. Bye, everybody. <laughs>